Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at Steve Diddy NFL on Twitter and of course follow the group at UK Packers and cabin fever is kicking in. Social distancing people, social bleeding distance and are really stay away from each other. Okay, I released a tweet that's popping off at the minute and um, it's Devontae Adams v Richard Sherman. And it's the, you know, championship game. And he's getting loads of distance from Richard Sherman. And it's funny. And I said, that's social distancing. And I'm proud of it. And thank you. So anyway, I don't know if you can hear it on this. And I'll probably listen back and go, be Lord Lemme Jesus, Stephen. That doesn't sound great. I have a bit of a scratchy throat. <laughs> you know, and any other time, it's fine. Um, any other time I played the, you know, in the arms of an angel music. And take the piss out of myself. However, absolutely scary times. Um, any shop that you go down to now, everyone's witnessing the same. You know, you're slapping on the rubber gloves, going in, people with face masks. Um, good to see people have a bit of a sense of humour. Going in in dinosaur outfits, loving it. Um, but it's a very serious and very horrible, grisly time. And people still won't stay at home. So social distancing people. But for God's sake, if you don't listen to me, listen to Brett Favre. All right, listen to Brett Favre. And Brett Favre will tell you all about it. Podcast, studio, update. And I just saw myself spike off the charts here and peak. A bit of peaky blinders action. Um, podcast studios uh, going really well. Why? Because we're locked indoors. So I've done up all one wall. I'm hanging artwork and I should really stop looking away from the mic and, and talking. Um, I've hung up artwork, signed stuff. I'm getting more signed merch in as well. Um, jerseys and stuff to hang up on it. Which is why I haven't done any videos yet. Um, studio lighting is being upgraded. You would not believe the scenes here in UK Packers HQ at the, with the podcast studio. But good news, right? We're getting stuff in. Amongst all the hideousness um, of this whole thing and the fear, the razzle's coming back. I know what you're thinking. That's what we're all waiting for, right? I mean, that that's just got to perk up everybody's spirits. Some of the jerseys that we're getting in, you'll be delighted to know. Darnell Savage, Jay Sternberger, Kenny Clark. Uh, I'm getting one of those for me. And I'm putting it up in the podcast studio as well. Adrian Amos, uh, D-back. And for nostalgia's sake, we've got in a Brian Bulaga. So now, like always, what I'll do is is I will um, put up the items for sale and we'll start razzing some of them. So you can dive in feet first in a wholeheartedly illegal tackle um, and snap up some of those uh, items before they go on razz. If you prefer the razz, um, well, then hopefully someone doesn't snap them up. Um, and yeah, it's, it's got to be good times. It's going to be good times. And I'm hoping to do a video. And I'm going to say this out loud. And once I say it out loud, it now exists. Um, I'm going to try to do a 10-minute... with Any T word for Irish people, it's very hard to say. 33 and a third. I'm going to try to do a 10-minute Tuesday, um, which is going to be a video when I have the podcast stuff set up. So, is this really boring? Uh, probably. But, come on. I'm, I'm still rocking with you. Um, is that what I need to do is is I have the sound, this is very boring, treatment uh, with my acoustic panels and, and all that good stuff um, for this podcast audio. And hopefully you will agree that it sounds absolutely fantastical. Um, so I need to do the same style of treatment and setup uh, in the video area of the podcast studio um, 
So, you know, I've, I've stuff coming for that. I need to build some stuff as well, get some hands-on. Something again. Um, and once I have all that done, and I even have neon goddamn lights on some of the acoustic panels. Lads, ladies, uh, I'm going all out. But anyway, Raz is coming. YouTube videos are coming. I know you don't care, but maybe you do now because you're stuck inside and you'll have to look at my face. So the idea would be is to keep releasing the audio one and then supplement it with a video and then maybe mesh the two together at some stage. I do appreciate all your support. Uh, so you can pop along to youtube.com forward slash UK Packers um, and watch some of the videos there. Cool. Uh, now, Peter Jones is coming out with articles uh, almost every day. Uh, so we're releasing those on the website. There's some fantastic ones. They're all about sort of evaluating the 2019 uh, performances, which is important as we go into the draft because you can kind of see where the holes are. Now, this podcast was not even supposed to be what it is now going to be. Um, but I, I sat down and I had all this research done and that's probably going to sort of kick in for, for next week's podcast, I guess. Um, so this podcast was nothing to do with what I was going to do. And it was just there was so much whizzing around online between, you know, go get OBJ or go get Emmanuel Sanders and all this kind of good stuff that it made me ponder. Now, about two, three weeks ago, I did a podcast called Whiteout Freakout. Um, but this one here, one of those ones that I sat down um, and... I didn't even mean to sort of meander into the area. I've talked about it for four minutes now, sir, but I think, Jesus Christ, get on with it. Uh, but this is about whiteouts again. And I just thought to myself, all right, so everyone's screaming for a number two wide receiver. So it kind of makes sense, right? We do need a second wide receiver. It can't always be on Devontae Adams. But then I thought when Devontae was out for those four games... We kind of got by fine and our offense almost seemed more potent in a way because Aaron Rodgers wasn't falling into his sort of thing of, you know, just hitting Devontae all the time. Now, again, not to feed that narrative and not that I particularly believe that narrative uh, because I was the one who went in and tried to dig out a podcast to say, look, here's all the instances where people say he was picking on Tay uh, too much when really he wasn't because Tay was the only one being open and all of that good stuff. So here's what I've stumbled across. What do people want? We want Emmanuel Sanders, who he did, he wasn't a wide receiver number one last year, and I'll go on and prove that, but he would be potentially, for some teams, depending on the team, uh, a number one wide receiver. He's a very good wide receiver. Um, OBJ, um, he is a number one wide receiver on a team he's going to land on. People want us to go get him. And in fact, let me pause here, and I'd love to whack a bit of Clown of the Week thing. One of my favorite tweets of, uh, of the week has been someone who put up, I don't know who it was. <laughs> and it's again, it's the need for the hot take and the news story and the social interaction and the replies and the retweets and the likes. It was, let's talk about OBJ coming to Green Bay. Like, who really wants, who sees it happen? Who thinks it should happen? And there was a caveat on the tweet that said, all you cap space naysayers, I think was the phrase, uh, this tweet doesn't apply to you. So... It's kind of like all the people who live in the real world like don't want to hear from you. All the people who realise we've got cap issues and we can't actually do it in real life, but let's you're a naysayer, you're negative. Let's talk about, you know, how <laughs> ridiculous is that? My car's exploded. I can't get to work. But hey, let's not talk about the naysayers. Let's just imagine that, you know, my arse grows wheels and I can get there. That, that, those are the people I want to hear from. You know, Jesus Christ. I mean, the cap space doesn't allow it. It's not sexy. 
It doesn't drive social interaction. It's very boring. Um, which is why at election time, you'll have people coming out with these mad promises like, oh, we'll come up with free broadband because they can't say we're going to be fiscally responsible because it's not sexy. So similarly, the OBJ thing. So what had occurred to me was, and, and probably everybody has, is that it seems that fans are looking for another number one wide receiver. OBJ is not a number two. He's a number one. So if you get him, well, then you're pulling receptions away from Devontae Adams. Now, some people are going to say, yes, that's that's a great thing. And I know there's the simpatico element there where you've two number ones or a really good number two and it pulls, you know, the defense away. They don't know what to do. And then you gouge them. That all makes perfect sense, of course. But again, people are so thirsty for a number one wide receiver and not just a really serviceable number two. So then I was thinking, okay, so let's just say we do need a, a really good balanced um, wide receiver duo so that it's kind of a pick your poison. Like in reality, of course, every team would want that, right? So then I thought, okay, well, let's, let me prove everybody right then. Let, well, not everybody, of course, just the people looking for it. So I said, okay, let me look at the teams that went far in the playoffs because I can understand teams that have amazing dynamic duos, right? But if the thinking here is, is that if we have an unbelievable number two wide receiver, it's just Super Bowl City for the next 17 years, right? For as long as we can squeeze out of Aaron Rodgers, it's Super Bowl every year because we have a number two uh, wide receiver. That's inside linebacker, uh, defensive line, and we need a wide, we need a second wide receiver. It's just not good enough, right? So I was thinking, okay, well, I'm going to look at the good teams because that's what people are saying we're going to be when we have another wide receiver, right? That's that's the premise here. We're not going to look at crap teams who have two deadly wide receivers because they, they probably have a trash quarterback. And if the second good wide receiver or the duo was the thing that we needed, well, then surely that would kind of raise the quarterback play anyway and then they'd end up far in the playoffs. So I was only interested in looking at the good teams. And, you know, from, from 2019... Kansas City Chiefs, unbelievable. New Orleans Saints, always up there. San Francisco 49ers, Super Bowl. Um, and Tennessee Titans right now. People might go, oh, Jesus, Steve, Tennessee Titans. But at the end of the day, you know, they Ryan Tannehill was, was hitting everybody. They were dominating people. And I know you're going to say, well, that's because they had a good running back. Well, is that not kind of disproving your point that we need a second good wide receiver if they had a really good running back that brought them the distance? So let me smack you with some numbers here. Um, and again, going to try and make it uh, listener-friendly and not sort of smack you with all these different types of numbers. So Aaron Jones was our top uh, yard getter, let's call him. So what I did was is I got all of these teams and again, I filtered by the top yardage, who gets the most yards, and then I'm going to give you the touchdown numbers as well, right? So Aaron Jones is our number one dude when it comes to yards, 1,558 last year, 19 touchdowns, crazy. Next to that, here's our wide receiver number one, Devontae Adams. 997 yards and five touchdowns. Um, There was a touchdown drought to a degree. Like it kind of went the OBJ way did a couple of years ago where he was getting yardage but not getting touchdowns. But that was kind of fine because as you could see, Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams would punch it in. Um, So, and also you have to remember here, right, that Devontae Adams missed four games. So he's a thousand yard receiver, let's say. He missed four games. He averaged 83 yards per game. So, if he was playing for those four games, let's extrapolate that he would have got 1,330 yards. That's pretty amazing for your wide receiver. He's definitely wide receiver number one. Everyone wants a number two. Let's have a look. Jamal Williams uh, is next on the yardage list, 713 with six touchdowns. 
Forget about that because he's running back. We're talking about the, the duo that we need. So Alan Lazard was our number two. He emerged as our number two. It should have been ESB. Um, it should have been MVS, but it was Alan Lazard. 498 yards. So he became our number two wide receiver. And remember as well, he was only brought into action later in the season because Aaron Rodgers had to make a case for him and say, bring on Alan Lazard. We can do things with him. And they did. Now, let's have a look at how many times. So you have to remember, number one, um, he didn't start all the games. I, th- I believe he only started three. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had to make the case for him. And very unpolished. I'm not saying he's the answer here. I'm not saying he's not the answer either, right? He was only targeted 52 times. Devontae Adams was targeted 127 times. So he was targeted two and a half times more than Alan Lazard. Not only that, these players were targeted more than Alan Lazard. Aaron Jones, Jimmy Graham, MVS and Geronimo Allison were all targeted more than Alan Lazard in 2019. To put that in perspective as well, even Jamal Williams, a running back, was only targeted seven times fewer than Alan Lazard in 2019. MVS comes out with 461 yards and two touchdowns. So what I'm saying here is, is Alan Lazard, kind of a late starter, was targeted two and a half times less than Devontae Adams, our wide receiver number one. So you're not kind of balancing the playing field here. And then also you targeted a bunch of other people, um, including a running back in a tight end, ahead of your number two. Not great. So the case for a real number two, let's have a look at other teams then and see what they're doing. So the Kansas City Chiefs, their number one receiver, in fact, is a tight end. So we're not talking about these, right? Travis Kelsey, 1,233 yards and six touchdowns. So a load of yards but let's forget about tight ends and running backs and let's try focus on wide receivers because it's we need a number two right that's what we're saying here Tyreek Hill 860 yards and seven touchdowns he doesn't top a thousand yards the next one to him is Sammy Watkins with 711 yards with seven touchdowns so to me they're dynamite and we know players are missing with injuries and suspensions and all the rest but when you look at that they didn't have a thousand yard receiver Tariq Hill, you would say definitely the number one. Sammy Watkins, definitely the number two. You'd look at them as a kind of dynamic duo. But if you look at Devontae, who could have been coming out with 1,300 yards, you know, this guy's getting the same amount of yardage almost as these two lads put together. So where's the where's the duo here? Where's the number one and number two that kind of splits your, your defense, right? So, okay, well, there's, to me... And again, maybe people are screaming at the radio and saying they're obvious number one and number two. You have a number two, a legit number two there. But again, if you look at the amount of targets, game planning, they would have went to Sammy Watkins because he would have sort of stood out as the number two, right? Not really the dynamite duo that you'd perceive. Let's go on to the New Orleans Saints. Michael Thomas, the guy's a beast. 1,716 yards and nine touchdowns. Quite clearly the number one. After that, their top receivers... Um, and yard getters from scrimmage are Alvin Kamara, a running back, Latavius Murray, a running back, Jared Cook, a tight end, and only when you get to Ted Ginn at 439 yards and only two touchdowns do you get your number two. And who is after Ted Ginn? Very close to Ted Ginn? Taysom Hill, who's a quarterback. So the New Orleans Saints, they're using their number one predominantly because he's unbelievable. Then they're using their you know running back stable which is what we do with uh, Aaron Jones, who's who's phenomenal, 1,558 yards, for God's sake. Um, you know, and he's targeted an unbelievable amount of times. Aaron Jones is targeted next to Devontae Adams on the list. 
So he's here, he's kind of our de facto number two wide receiver, right? So then you look at the New Orleans Saints and they have one good wide receiver who's unbelievable. Then they target their running backs. Then their tight end. And then their number two, just this Ted Ginn kind of comes in with very similar numbers to Alan Lazard. Let me remind you, Alan Lazard, 498 yards and three touchdowns. Ted Ginn, less yardage, 439 yards and only two touchdowns. So again, not we don't really have that number. We need a number two. We don't We don't have that on the Saints. So let's... Park the Chiefs, park the Saints, and let's go to the Niners then. Their number one receiver uh, for, for yardage is George Kittle, but he's a tight end, right? And that's not what we're talking about here, remember. We're talk- we need the number two wide receiver here, right? So he's a tight end, 1,075 yards, five touchdowns. Let's forget about him, he's a tight end. So after him, there's Debo Samuel, 961 yards, six touchdowns, very similar to Devontae Adams' numbers. So he's or he, their number one, I guess, right? After him, running backs, Mostert, Matt Breida, and Tevin Coleman. But again, we don't we, we need the second wide receiver, right? So that's Emmanuel Sanders here with 502 yards and three touchdowns. So let's go back to Alan Lazard again. 498 versus 502. Okay, we'll give you the three yards. Now I know, you know, the trade and didn't have a full season and, and everything like that, but the road went through Debo Samuel. So even then again, they've one good wide receiver. Fantastic tight end play. They go to the running backs and then they don't really have the dynamite split the field second wide receiver. It's very similar to Mr. Lazard, right? So finally, let's park the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's park the New Orleans Saints. Let's park the San Francisco 49ers, right? They don't count. So let's go to the Tennessee Titans. Someone who went relatively far. They could have ended up at the big show. So Derrick Henry uh, is just not even human. Um, 1,746 yards from scrimmage, 18 touchdowns. Um, you know, better yardage than Aaron Jones at the end of the day and one less touchdown. So he's kind of our Aaron Jones. So let's have a look at their wide receivers then. Their wide receiver number one was definitely AJ Brown with 1,111, fun to say, yards uh, with nine touchdowns. So he's their number one. So let's have a look at their number two. Then They, they must have a guy who's, you know, way up there, yardage uh you know this is a good team they got deep into the playoffs ryan Tannehill was one of the most accurate quarterbacks so their second best wide receiver was Corey davis with 601 yards and two touchdowns so again i kind of repeat myself here but let's go back to alan lazard 498 versus 601 of Corey davis alan lazard three touchdowns versus Corey davis's two touchdowns right okay so in the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about people freaking out about when we take a wide receiver and we have to get it here and we have to get this guy because he's dynamite, he's unbelievable. And I kind of went through each team, um, each draft, when they were drafted and showed that it was the second, third, fourth, fifth round wide receivers by and large, with the exception of maybe Michael Thomas, that ended up performing better. So now look at the premise itself of that we need a second wide receiver that is up there in numbers, that splits the field, that is a real threat. And from looking at the numbers, I don't see it. Now, anecdotally, you would imagine that it's not even the numbers, right? It's going to be the fact that we have another guy on the field who attracts attention that people go towards. Um, But clearly, we have that in Aaron Jones. We have that maybe in Alan Lazard. I'm not saying he's the answer. We maybe have that in MVS who had a down year, but maybe bounces back. And hopefully 
we've a weapon in Jay Sternberger. There was a funny tweet that he put out of like, well, I'm not there to just hand out water. And when someone said, oh, they're depending on him to step up after Jimmy Graham um, was put out to pasture. So, you know, is the be-all and end-all that second wide receiver? Is that the only way that we can fool defences and pick up yardage? Look at Aaron Jones, 1,558 yards and 19 touchdowns. Look at Devontae Adams, you know, being out for four games with an injury where he would have averaged an extra, you know, four, three, 150, 400 yards. And they're the danger men. And maybe they open up the opportunities for somebody else to step in, be that a wide receiver that we draft or it's one of the guys that we have at the moment. Now, you would say, based on the evidence, based on who grabbed it by the balls when Devontae Adams was out, you know, we don't see that guy there, Steve. And you're right. However, wide receiver number two, a legit wide receiver number two, and I'm doing air quotes here, is that the strategy? Is that the only way that this team makes it to the Super Bowl? Or maybe it's something else? Maybe it's the defense not being gouged up the middle on the run, you know? Maybe something to ponder. Anyway, so it wasn't the podcast that I planned to do, uh, but it's certainly one that really piqued my interest and hopefully you found interesting too. Now, if you enjoy um, what we do, uh, you can get onto patreon.com forward slash UK Packers and buy me a coffee. If you donate a fiver a month, uh, well, then we give you a t-shirt after six months so we literally get all of your money and just buy you the t-shirt pay your postage and send it out to you and if you keep donating after that point honestly it means an awful lot because of the money that goes into you know buying the RAS items um, up front and hosting the website and then you know all of the stuff that goes on in the background hosting the podcast and all of that type of stuff all costs cash all costs money and time I absolutely love doing it but again I do appreciate any help that you can offer um, you can follow me uh, at the Paddy Packer uh, on Instagram and at NFL on Twitter at the group at UK Packers um, and again you can get onto our website ukpackers.co.uk you can click the podcast tab and that'll bring up all the podcasts you can go to UK Packers TV tab and that will go to all the YouTube videos and also don't forget because I, I used it myself uh, this week to do up some of the podcasts you'd have I've got the cool little um, pop figures of Brett Favre and Bart Starr uh, to have around the podcast studio on some shelves and stuff just to jazz it up a little bit and they're doing a massive site sale on NFL Europe shop and if you go to our website on the homepage uh, you'll see it it has the code UKPackers10 and you can click that and it'll bring you to the website to the Packers section bang in UKPackers10 at the checkout so you have to put everything in your basket and go to the checkout and it'll say do you have an offer code if you put in UKPackers10 you get 10% off that code UKPackers10 you can use it whenever and it should work at the odd time they turn it off uh, usually without notice and when they do a, a massive sale but the secret to this whole thing lately is and this is why i bought my pop figures too is that there's a sale on stuff and they haven't switched off the code they've left it on happy days go for it um so apart from that we have facebook and you can get on there and as a private group you can jump in request to get in and um, we let you in we bouncers at the door and you can post and talk to people in private you don't have to be screenshotting your stuff and trying to you know embarrass you it's all love it's all packers family in there uh, and we protect you so that's that private group which is great stuff as well so we're chugging towards the season it's apocalyptic it's very very weird time out there for everybody um but remember stay in as much as you can send someone out to get the supplies uh be in the supermarket for as little time as you can don't 
go near anybody, stay well away from someone. And if you're in a queue and someone's standing too close, turn around and tell them to jog on and that it's all about social distancing. And don't believe the conspiracy theories and the hype that this isn't serious because it's very serious. It's absolutely um, heartbreaking stuff that's happening in Italy at the moment with the body count over there. Um, it's just incredible, in fact. So stay safe. Um, don't ride the tube. You know, stay off work if you can work from home. Um, and I wish everybody all the best. And, you know, we're all in this together, is all I'll say. Um, anybody who wants to reach out, you can find me at info at ukparkers.co.uk or at stddnfl. I'm, I'll be back with you next week and hopefully have more details on those RAS items and how you can get involved or you can buy them outright. But anyway, that's me for this week. Stay safe, stay healthy. Go Pack Go.